Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. Having chosen to kidnap the mayor, the mystery punchers decided to blow up his office as a distraction so they could grab him at home. Adrian was sent on an errand alone to siphon gas but got distracted by a movie. Red caused the distraction to get Richter inside the office, and Richter was forced to play the role of a cult leader when he was almost discovered. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. "'Twas beauty killed the beast," is a line Adrian Diesel does not hear at the end of King Kong because he's sitting on his hood, but he feels it. He feels it in his heart, uh, having watched this uh, beautiful misunderstood ape um, come to life in in spectacular fashion, uh, fall to his, his tragic death. Um, Adrian, uh, what are you feeling at the end of the movie? Sad. He liked the monkey, and yeah. he wanted the monkey to get the lady. The lady seemed sad too. Otherwise, it would have been scary. But everyone was sad, so he feels sad. Fair enough. 
Uh, can you roll me an int check, please? Fail. Just got to take some time with, with, with your feelings here. Um, you're, uh, you're, you're sitting there with a, a, a tear in your eye, um, when, uh, a, a man kind of, uh, approaches the car and says, uh, yep, you know, uh, this one always gets me too. And, um, looking over, uh, you see a classic 1930s hobo. Uh, he's got patches on his sleeves. He's got a bindle over his shoulder. He's got a scraggly beard. Um, and, uh, he looks genuinely touched, uh, by, uh, the, the movie. Uh, he holds out a, uh, a box of popcorn to you and he says, uh, popcorn. Oh, thank you. Uh, and Adrian will take some. Be like, hey, what's your name? Uh, well... Uh, folks around here call me Wackadoo Willie. Well, it's nice to meet you. My name is Adrian Diesel. How do you feel about the monkey? I'm real sad. I think he was real misunderstood. He was just minding his own business. Not a, like, you know, a hobo riding the rails, just going from town to town doing his hobo thing. And uh, everybody just wanted to beat up on him and, and, you know, make him live the life they wanted him to live. Yeah, that was pretty mean. People beat you up? Oh, I mean, I was, you know, speaking metaphorical-like about the monkey. But, yes, also me. Who beats you up? I'll talk to them. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's those dastardly conductor folks on the trains. You know, I was, uh, just on my way down to, uh... I was going to go to Arkham and try and seek my fortune there, you know. Uh, but uh, they booted me off the train here in, in old Helmfirth, so I've, I've been living here for a bit. I, uh, I'm i supposed to go to Arkham as well, but first I have to do some uh, some rude things. Uh, rude things? Oh, there's a, there's a toilet over there if you need it there, champ. Are you Are you blind? Nope. Oh, no, you're seeing me. <laughs> My boss said no one could see me. Oh. What I'm doing, and well, I watch the movie, and you seem nice. You know what? Don't you worry about it, because I got good news. I am a no one. So technically, no one did see you. That's great. Thanks. I learned Are it from a Greek myth. Are you good at starting fires and or making things explode? I mean, yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Adrian's going to look around and see all the other cars either driving or have driven away and be like, I, I sort of need a favor. I was supposed to steal a bunch of gas because I was done an errand. And then I got distracted by the monkey and Red's going to be so mad because we have to blow up a building. Oh. All right. Well, um, listen, you said you're you're going to Arkham at some point, right? Yeah, right after we... I don't know how much I should tell you. Red won't... Like okay, this, uh, yeah, I, that, that, that's, that's fine. Look, um, you don't get to be a rails-riding hobo without knowing not when not to put your old schnoz into business that isn't yours. So I understand. If you take old Wackadoo okay. Willie with you, 
to Arkham. I can put my old uh, army experience from the only war to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you and I are going to be friends. Now I've got sprinkles and senior ice cream and my three donkeys and you. Come oh. on in. Yeah, and uh, and and we, we got my buddy. Wait, you have a buddy too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I call him Mr. Nice. He's the guy who talks to me in my noggin. Oh, I have like a smarter version of me in there. Uh, and he points at his own head. Wackadoo Willie nods and he says, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And then he eats some popcorn and smiles. All right, let's go. Uh, Adrian will go around and open the car door for him because he kind of treats everyone like Red when Red isn't there. And then closes the door and will like pull out to go drive them to wherever. Excellent. Uh, so return office. to the mayor's office. Um, Red, um, having successfully distracted the cops and having seen old man Richter head into the, uh, the mayor's office, you, um, you see, uh, a, a, a car pull up, um, screeching up, um, in, uh, in dramatic fashion, um, kind of parks on the curb, uh, park is a, is a kind term for, for this, but ends up on the curb. Um, and a guy bursts out, um, just saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Um, and he pulls a, uh, a blood-stained hood over his head. Um, he's wearing a suit uh, and he starts running towards the, uh, the mayor's office. What do you do? Um, hmm. Uh, can I intercept it? Like, like, or can I get close enough that I can follow him in kind of thing? Yep. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, that's funny, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, oh, I overslept my my eldritch ritual. Damn it! I've got the, the magic hands. <laughs> um. All right. So, um, Red, can you roll me a stealth check, please, to uh, stealth after uh, Chadley Chadlington, um, who is indeed late for his eldritch ritual? Uh, I'm going to spend two luck and just get a success. You can spend two luck to get a success. Based on Richter last episode, I thought you had to spend a hundred lux. Um, great. Um, he has to. So uh, you slip in behind him. Um, same sort of thing. You're you're immediately hit by kind of the anti- antiseptic smell. Um, and uh, you, you see him just like fucking sprinting down the hall. Uh, he does a full on like his legs slide out from under him and he fucking slams down. Uh, and he's just like, ah, come on, Chad. Um, and he uh, he gets up and starts, like, taking the, the stairs two at a time. Yeah, I'm going to follow him for sure. Okay. Um, you come uh, bolting up the stairs uh, behind him, uh, slightly less slip slidely. Um, and uh, you see um, a, a kind of tall, vaguely um, hunched, um, rail-thin uh, figure in a robe. Um, just awkwardly patting people on the back and saying nothing. Um, can you roll a spot hidden, please? Mm-hmm. Oof, nope. That's Phil. I rolled an 87. Oh, yes, yes, an 87. Cool. Um, uh-oh, cultists! <laughs> Oh, no! Um, yeah. Uh, you see three cultists uh, heading down the hall uh, towards a room. 
Um, and uh, you see this guy um, uh, just kind of uh, like look around frantically um, and then like rush into a, a side room uh, and you hear a bunch of things get knocked off a desk. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, this guy's clearly with them, so I'm just going to hang back in the shadows and I'm just going to basically follow him when he leaves the room. Okay. Um, he emerges uh, a moment later uh, doing that awkward, like, uh, child trying to get ready for school thing where the, he's, like, trying to pull his, his uh, pull a robe over him. It clearly doesn't quite fit, um, but he's, uh, he's kind of um, awkwardly stuffing himself into um, a robe um, and... Uh, you notice that as he, he runs another few steps and then slows down and absolutely tries to fall into like, it's cool, it's cool, I've been here the whole time um, mode. Uh, and you see him kind of like, his eyes dart to the, like, it's, he's wearing a hood obviously, but like his eyes dart to the left. Um, and you see him kind of like run into the bathroom and you just hear a toilet flush loudly. Um, and then he just comes out washing his, like scrubbing his hands uh with water and like starts drying them on his robe, uh, and then he walks into the mayor's office. Okay, then where the I other will uh, cultists disappeared too. Yeah, I mean, ideally, ideally, you know, they leave the door open a crack, and I can see inside, or there is a window in the door. I don't know. Uh, the they, he didn't close the door behind him. Uh, the building is Perfect. theoretically locked down. Um, speaking of inside the mayor's office, uh, Richter, um, you are guided, um, into, uh, the mayor's office. Um, there uh, are, you can tell that, um, the office is in the midst of being re, uh, uh redecorated, uh, slightly. Um, they're clearly cleaning out, um, uh, Heine's stuff, uh, to make, make way for, um, Greaves's. Um, you do note out of the corner of your eye, um, there does seem to be a plaque with the, um, the stylized A on it um, that you recognized from the uh, Ambrosia Foundation uh, box. Um, it seems to be some kind of like, uh, you know, there's like a recognition of service plaques where it's like a little shield with, with the letter on it um, that has been sort of haphazardly tossed in a box. Um, but otherwise, uh, the room is is more normal. You were kind of expecting a full like pentagram floor situation um but uh as you're you're ushered in um uh there's a um uh, a couple of of cultists there's a there's about six cultists in the room um and a few of them are like taking notes uh, one of them is writing in a big tome um there is a big fucking burly guy by the door uh with a bandolier of daggers uh across his chest um can you roll me a spot hidden, please? 53. That is a normal success. Uh, okay. Um, these look uh, remarkably similar uh, to the one that uh, attacked you uh, in the Corbett house. Um, very, uh, very similar um, style the and age. Daggers yep. in his bandolier? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, is he is he wearing any kind of uniform as well? Is everyone kind of everyone's in the robes, in a robe and hood, robe okay. and hood? Yeah, basically um, body shapes. That is the only way to really distinct. Yep, that's correct. Um, and okay. uh, different mix of genders uh, as well. You can tell. Um, I okay. will say um, 
There is uh, no that, that's uh, I think that's all you get from that. So yeah, um, someone a couple people writing things down. Um, you can see a number of um, sort of glass files and things been brought in. There's another ancient briefcase that has folded up into like a classic alchemist's um, uh, arrangement, uh, almost like you'd find in like a traveling salesman kind of deal. Um, and as you enter, um, a um, uh, a woman uh, turns to you. And you can just see her shoulders uh, relax as you enter. Um, and uh, she just says, oh, oh, thank the one who waits in the dark. Brother Chadlington, your magic hands are here just in time. Now, admittedly, I am hecka pissed that you are late. But better late than never in these particular instances. It would seem... Our attempt at uh, the gateway is a little unstable, um, and we would love it if you could um, work your magic, uh, you know, before it in implodes. Um, rest assured, uh, if you can stabilize it uh, before our colleagues uh, on the other side do, uh, it will be a huge boon for the local office. Um, so please do that. The last thing we need is more heat uh, from the, uh, the the New York office. Um, so... Um, yeah, go to work. Just, you know, very like enthusiastic nodding, just mm -hmm. like, yes, yes, thumbs up. And then kind of like tilting the head too far back to like see properly out the eye holes kind of thing, <laughs> just like looking around. Uh, and then um, uh, um, is there anything that I can pick up on from this ceremony that I might know what they're trying to accomplish? They're talking about opening a gateway. They're talking about being connected with peers elsewhere kind of thing. Does this give me any insight into what should be done to stabilize the... Um, your your understanding of, of portals and teleportation and all that um, uh, <clears throat> potential malarkey, but also potentially not malarkey, is yeah. um, usually that um, from your readings, uh, a lot of it involves um, inscription... Uh, either the carving or writing of, of um, symbols and that sort of thing. Um, so I think if, if you were just to venture a guess, it's probably something to do with correcting that. Uh, it's almost like a mathematical formula that's been fucked up. That said, looking around the office, you don't actually see that anywhere. Um, so can you roll me, uh, I'll say you can either roll a spot hidden or an occult, please. It's going to be a cult. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. I'll take a cult for 500, Alex. Uh, well, uh, the cult is here. So, yes, you got a cult <laughs> for free. Uh, that's a hard success. Nice. Um, you know, your, your spidey sense is tingling. Um, and um, you, can, uh, you can feel, um, you know, amidst the chanting, um, almost just like a, a cold breeze um, that almost feels... Um, in some ways, uh, for a moment, very refreshing, particularly in your robes. Um, but then you almost feel suction, um, and uh, you can see a faint glow uh, coming from uh, the mayor's closet. Okay. Um, I would like to, I think, investigate that glow um, and see if I see if I can go to the closet. It's going to be one of those things where, like, I'm looking at the closet as I approach. I'm looking at 
the other yep. cultists back and forth being like, is this a faux pas? Am I about to break a rule kind of no, thing? No, they're, they're all just be- like, they're all maintaining a chant um, and, yeah, and looking okay. on kind of like a, a, an easy um, modern visual would be like a bomb defusal specialist showing up and everyone's just like, oh, good. Right. The yeah, person yeah. with the hard job is here. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's very can- hardening. The bomb defusal guy is like looking like here. Yeah, here. Good. Okay, sure. It's probably <laughs> fine. Ah, <laughs> wires. Oh, geez. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't cover this. Enthusiastic in the nodding, thumbs up, not speaking. Yeah, very mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, great. So you um, you approach the closet, um, and um, you kind of reach out with uh, a, a hand that is trembling both with excitement and uh, anticipation, um, and um, uh, grasping the knob, um, you open the door and see the cosmos. Uh, I need you to roll an insanity check, brother. Yeah, okay. What's my sanity at? I've written it down. Okay. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah. That's an eight. Oh, shit. I am... Man, just the cosmos? That was going to be something, you know. (laughs) You thought there might be bats. I like Uh, what you've got. If it's just the cosmos, no problem. Um, okay, that's great. I'm assuming so, I still lose sanity. <laughs> uh, you do. You're going to lose uh, yeah. a D4, but uh, it could have been who much worse. Um, Tyler, if you have, do you have a D4 there? I don't have my, my dice. Do. Oh, actually, my dice are. Just, I just got it out. I rolled a four. You lose four sanity. You lose four sanity, but you also gain four mythos. Oh, perfect. Hail the mythos, Tyler. Um that's really dumb. I was like, I'm not going to roll any dice today. I'm going to let them do all the dice rolling because the system works better that way. Oh, unless it's punitive, in which case I do need to. And luckily my dice were there. Um, so for a minute, uh, oh, sorry, uh, we're going to cut to Adrian and then I'll, I'll come back to you. Um, Adrian, um, you are driving uh, to the mayor's office with uh, Wackadoo Willie. What do you think you're talking about in the car with him? Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now. Well, not right now, but, you know. I feel like he'd go through the basics. I feel like he'd alternate because he can't really focus for any extremely long period of time on anything. So he'd be like, so when's your birthday? And then it would be like, so what's going to make the best boom uh, out of the place we got to go to? And like, how do you feel about the police? And then like, man, I'm really worried that I didn't get enough gas to blow up the mayor's office. Like, I feel like over the course of his conversation, he probably gives away everything they're doing. Okay. Um, so uh, Wackadoo Willie is is just kind of like nodding along and, and uh, offering help. Um, and he's like, oh, I, you don't need to worry about the gas for blowing up a building. Uh, you, most buildings have what you need to blow them up inside. This, this isn't going to be a problem. Just ask a bunch of uh, deceased enemy generals. And by generals, I mean, okay, well, it was a post office, but, like, they were the enemies. And I maybe disrupted their lines a bit. 
That's why I got this medal. And then he just shows you a uh, like a pop cap. Thank you. You're very confident. Thank you. And from what I've seen, the more confident you are, the more capable you are. Um, and uh, he nods and he says, uh, I've, I've often thought that too. Uh, Mr. Nice often says that too, doesn't he? Uh, and he looks to the rearview mirror um, and he smiles. And then he nods and he turns to you and he's like, he agrees. Does your ear hurt? Uh, only from all the blasting I did. I kind of have, uh, what do they say, the army hospital. Uh, I believe uh, in the 1930s it was called ring an ear. Because uh, I had a, a worm in my brain that kept telling me what was good. And what it said was good often wasn't. Wait. And he like looks in the mirror. He's like, you cheating on me, Mr. Nice? Is oh, Mr. no, nice no. All right. He says it wasn't him. It wasn't him. So we're good. Oh, oh that's good. So do you like cats? I've been known to like cats. Oh, that's, that's good, too. How do you feel about dogs? They just, they fly around and they chirp so much. And I just don't understand why people are so into them. I, I, I understand. Um, can you roll me a driving check, please? Uh, that's a fail. Can't even fix it. It's a fail. <laughs> okay. Um, as you say this, um, the headlights in the the, the evening darkness um, pick up uh, a, a figure um, who seems to be darting across the street with an armful of rabbits. Uh, and you slam right into this motherfucker and the donkeys go flying. Um, uh, and uh, uh, no, Willie's like, oh no! You, you hit that guy and those rabbits. Uh, it, it, he'd immediately pull over. Like he's got to stay. He'd stop in the middle of the street and just like yeah. park, get out and be like, are you okay, donkeys? Uh, and he'd run forwards, kind of forgetting about the guy, but very worried about the yeah. rabbits. Um, Ernie, uh, Ernie Normus is fucked up. Like he, he's, uh, he's taken a, a pretty bad hit. Um, uh, but uh, luckily Wackadoo Willie kind of like rushes over to him. Um, Adrian, can you roll me um, a dexterity save to try and catch your donkeys before they flee bouncing hippity-hoppity into the night? Okay, I'm going to spend six luck. Oh, my God. <laughs> you really want some. And succeed. Okay. <laughs> Fucking animal. Um, all right, so you... you Recapture your your hippity hoppity buddies. Um, you have um, uh, an armful of uh, of, of rabbits. Uh, you come back to the car, um, and um, Wackadoo Willie is uh, sitting in the front seat, just looking straight ahead. Okay, is there a back seat? Uh, yeah, there is. Okay, what I could do, you gotta hang on to my donkeys, uh, and I'll give him the, the rabbits. He says, way, uh, hey, and, and away I'll... I go, donkey riding, donkey riding. It's a joke for exactly one person, <laughs> maybe two. Um, there you go, gotcha, great. Adrian will just say, 
okay. Uh, and then he'll go back and he'll be like, you're going to be okay, Ernie. We're going to Sorry, who are you talking to? What? There's no one in front of the car. What? Where did I get the donkeys? Wackadoo Willie's like, oh, no, he was fine. He got up and walked away. He's good. But then, and then he but, burps. Oh, my gosh. Well, sorry. Uh, that's all right. Better out than in is what. Uh, ah, I can't say I disagree. Say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just hang on to the donkeys. Ernie's okay. All right, let's go for a drive, my friend. Uh, and he'll, he'll start driving away and be like, I got to talk a little less, though. <laughs> <laughs> attention to the road. That's fair. It's like, yeah, uh, Mr. Nice tells me that, too. <laughs> Always. Uh, and he looks up at the rearview mirror. Um, Ryan, can you roll me a spot hidden, please? Yes, I can. That is a success. Um, you you can't help but look to the mirror, uh, given your, your kind of uh, general concern with mirrors. Um, anytime uh, Wacko, uh, Wackadoo Willie does. And um, as, uh, as your eyes uh, flick up to it, um, for just a second, um, you think you can see a word that's been written, uh, and it seems to say help. And beyond it, it's weird, because you can see Wackadoo Willie's reflection, but like he's looking forward at you, and Ernie Normus is next to him. And then Wackadoo Willie says, keep your eyes on the road there. Wait, though. <laughs> the mirror said help and Ernie was sitting beside you. Oh, you must this, be seeing things. This, I, I, listen, I had park. It happens park. to me, too. But we, we just like, you, you, don't your friends need your help? Didn't you say you wanted to blow up City Hall? I feel like no one does that just for, for shits and giggles. Did you eat Ernie? What? That's ridiculous. Is he in your tummy? No. Open up your shirt. <laughs> um, he uh, sort of hesitates um, and then uh, shrugs and opens his shirt. What does his tummy look like? I mean, it looks it's pretty It's already full. shaped. <laughs> it's, a, it's in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a full tum-tum. Um, but, um, not like human size. Yes. There's not like, it's not like a snake that ate a, a, a mouse. It's not like the Frighteners ghosts in the wall. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also what I was thinking when Tyler was doing his, uh, nope. Just, just looks like a, a dude who's full of popcorn. All right. I'm sorry. I got kind of worried. We've had a lot of monsters around, but you're, you couldn't fit Ernie in your tummy. So. You're clearly no, he, he got up and walked away. He's I'm sure he's fine. Anyway, come on. Me, your be- new best friend, um, Mr. Nice, my other friend, uh, Captain Silly, and I are going to help you blow up uh, City Hall. Wait, who's Captain Silly? Oh, he's another that one. Guy of the, fun. He is. He's a good guy. But anyway, I'll, I'll introduce you sometime. But first, like we should probably go, right? Yeah, you're right. You're a good guy. Uh, and then he'll pull away uh, and just look at him and go, maybe you're the man for the job. Uh, you just you know, like fade down the street towards the mayor's office. Um, 
All right. So Red, um, you have watched uh, this this guy come um, running down the hall, uh, like wiping his hands from the, the fake bathroom, um, and he steps into the mayor's office. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to stand outside the door and listen and see what I can see. Okay. Uh, Richter, for a moment, you see space, <clears throat> the final frontier. Uh, it is endless and vast. Um, and as your brain struggles to comprehend um, what it's it's seeing, um, you hear uh, an enormous frustrated grunt um, and um, what's the sound of like, a hand like thumping wood um, and all of a sudden uh, it goes staticky uh, and suddenly you just see another guy in a similar robe wearing a similar hood uh, in a much nicer office um, just kind of looking through and he's like ah Chadlington we meet again listen I'm the one who's going to stabilize this portal and we'll know once and for all that proper OG, that stands for original gangster, because we are the original gangsters of this deal. Uh, OG Gotham Crown is, uh, we're the ones for the job. So one of these is for you, and he gives you the finger. And he says, and now to, uh, you know, keep the nightmares out. Um, and uh, he begins going to work. Um, the uh, the guy who led you in is like, listen, uh you can't let Richard Schmamber get the best of us. You know, he has been so smug about his portal abilities. Um, and ever since we were sent here, you know, with the big man, he, we knew he was going to come to this. You can't let Schmamber win. Fix the portal. And there's just like a very just shaky, like, hey, okay, no problem kind of hand coming up as, um, as Richter tries to compose himself. All right. Uh, what do you think you do with this portal? You can see that, um, sure enough, uh, the closet has been cleared, um, and the back of the closet seems to just literally be um, almost like an, an adjoining door to this other office. Um very Narnia style. All the coats and shit are pushed to either side. There's some boxes that have been pushed to the side. Um, and uh, there do seem to be runes and glyphs um, that have been carved um, in and around um, and um, seem to have been um, inked with blood. Um, you can now see uh, it's kind of dripping everywhere. Um, some of them do seem to be uh, less well inked, if that makes sense. Um, blood isn't something you paint with it's something that's in you to give so it's not exactly built for this and you can see that that's probably what's what's fucking it up on your end what do you do um i don't think richter has a strong interest in helping these folks it seems like an excellent opportunity to really really learn from them instead a chance to observe especially if there's someone ready willing and able to stabilize the connection from the other side i think it's an opportunity for him to not actually be occupied by a task and to really kind of absorb this mm. ritual pick up as much information as he can cool um so um 
I know we've been doing this one a lot, but I think it makes the most sense. Um, let's go with spot hidden uh, as you try yeah. and track the hand motions of uh, Richard Schmamber. Schmamber. 39. So it might be actually Schmacker, but Schmamber it is. Schmacker was his father's success. maiden name. We'll, we'll just leave it at a normal success. Okay. Ah, fuck it. I'll, I'll, spend, the, I'll spend the four luck. To, to get me to hard success. Sure, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, you, you start to uh, observe and um, I think the piece that uh, the books you've read and, and what you've seen so far has, has left out is you can tell that um, uh, Brother Schmamber on the other side of the portal um, is being very deliberate about the direction uh, in which he repaints these glyphs. So... Um, you know, if you've ever watched someone, um, I have a couple friends um, who do this, and I've, I've always found it fascinating. But like, basically, who like write in a way that's drastically different from how you conceive of how letters are formed. Like, they mm -hmm. start with the other side of the letter, and still ultimately to the same effect. It's just really jarring to watch. It's that sort of thing. You can tell that like it's a lot of like upward strokes, and there seems to be um, a secondary art at work beyond simply adding these things. It seems the ritual of, of adding them seems to the The action is just as important as the the actual writing. Yes. Um, and it seems uh, almost um, symbiotic. Uh, this has to, they both need to be working in tandem or else uh, it won't fly. Um, go ahead and give yourself uh, a plus five uh, to Mythos. Oh, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, all in all, an incredibly, incredibly uh, successful moment for Richter. And for the first time in a long time, yeah, uh, you feel legitimately closer to understanding the mysteries of the universe. And if you could just hang on to that feeling, it would be the best. Unfortunately, that's when Chadley Chadlington shows up and says, Who the fuck is that? He doesn't have magic hands! Uh, and that's when you see Richard Schmamber's eyes go wide and with a cry of rage, he grabs you by the shirt and pulls you through. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Louis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, we're the narrators of Midst. What's Midst? It's very simple. It's a weird surrealist fourth wall breaking reality bending science fantasy space western about a small doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape an ensemble cast of characters including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a diabolical businessman make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting, it's funny, it's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. Midst. 